Welcome to the Slow Living Collective podcast. I'm Amy, wife, mother of two and homemaker. Come along with me as I share my love for simple living, growing in my allotment garden, diving into what it means to be an urban homesteader and embracing life as a mother and homemaker. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Slow Living Collective podcast. Now I'm going to preface this episode by saying to you that potentially maybe you might be able to hear my air conditioning unit. Now listen, I am recording this when it's super, super hot outside and one of the reasons I wanted to slow down my podcast recording through the summer is because my house gets so, so hot. So if you can hear humming in the background, I really apologize, but girls got to do what girls got to do and I am just going to sweat up if I don't have the air conditioning on. But hopefully you won't be able to hear it. It's across the other side of the room, so fingers crossed. But anyway, I'm going to dive into today's episode. And I want to talk about living seasonally because a common question I get when I talk about living seasonally or living in line with the seasons or following the wheel of the year is what even is seasonal living? And it's so funny when I think when you live seasonally, when you hear that question, because it's almost something that is natural to each and every one of us and once you start living with the cycle of the seasons again which by the way is how we always used to live it's how our ancestors would have lived and it's only modern society that's really forcefully pushed that aside um, so we can't even to some extent feel that connection anymore and so it's so funny because you know what happens is people think that living seasonally is this big massive change and actually living seasonally is what's really natural to us and it's actually very simple and it doesn't really require us to do anything outside of just listening to what we feel and what feels most natural to us and I hope throughout the course of today's episode you'll actually have maybe a few light bulb moments where you're like ha she's right I mean, you might be like, huh, she's wrong, right? I'm not going to be big-headed here and think that I am the absolute oracle on anything seasonal living. I'm absolutely not. But it's just some gentle reminders of the way that is most natural for us to live. And I think as you listen along, you will be like, hmm, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So let's dive into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about seasonal living. So I want you to have a think, like, have you ever noticed the changing rhythm of life that comes along with each season? And so that might be new life, growth, the blossoming of everything in the spring, the busyness and activity that you feel in the summer, or maybe it's harvest and abundance in the autumn, or maybe it's even the rest and introspection you might feel in the winter. So today I want to discuss how adopting this rhythm back into our daily lives can really sort of enrich our existence and foster deeper connections with the world around us. Now you might notice I said that we are going to adopt this rhythm back into our lives and I say that because this is something that is so natural for us. It is the way we would have always lived. It's the way our ancestors lived and you know we live in a modern world now 
And there are some amazing things that have come with the modern world. You know, like I'm not about to give up my dishwasher or my washing machine, but there are also things that I feel are, you know, disadvantages in the modern world as well. We have never been more away and more disconnected from the way we are supposed to be. So just a really, really brief history and you know my inner historian is buzzing that I get to do all of the things that I love today. I'm going to be talking about history, I'm going to be talking about living simply and seasonally, like I am just buzzing. So historically our ancestors completely lived seasonally and that was really because it, their survival re required it and it depended on it and it was that adaptation to the natural world they would have risen with the sun and they would have gone to bed when it set and that would have created a rhythm completely attuned to the patterns of daylight and it's funny because obviously now you know in the the dawn of the modern age we have things like lights we don't have to go to bed when it gets dark and it's it's when it comes to seasonal living, I'm not asking everybody to ditch all of their modern conveniences. Of course not. But there are some real benefits from sunlight for a start. So our ancestors would have used the sun as their clock. It would have dictated the length and the structure of their days. They would have worked longer in the summer and less time in the winter. And that can similarly be the you know the same for the seasons as well you know in spring they would have planted the crops in summer they would have you know preserved their food for the colder months autumn they would have harvested and winter would have been a slower pace and there would have been time spent indoors and this cycle that they lived allowed them to live in complete harmony with nature and they respected and understood the rhythm of the earth and also their place within it. And so living seasonally today in a very modern world where, you know, we can live the same 365 days um, repeatedly. Nothing has to change for us when winter comes. Yes, we need to put on a coat. Yes, we might need to put the heating on. But nothing physically changes in the nature of our working day and potentially our life as well. And for some of you listening, you might be like, well, that's fab, right? Um, I don't necessarily think it is because the way we are made as human beings would have been with this cycle of nature and this cycle of the seasons. And what living seasonally now in today's modern world really is, is a reconnection to our ancestral roots. And it's about embracing this sort of way of life that's really in sync with the natural rhythms of the sun and also with the changing seasons. And in part as well is a return to that slower, more intentional way of living that really acknowledges the cycle of nature and life and everything in the world around us. Now, like I touched on, you know, we don't live by the sun, but that doesn't mean we don't get some incredible benefits from the sun. And there are things, you know, getting vitamin D is amazing for us. And so many of us are deficient in it because we don't spend enough time outside. We don't spend enough time in the right daylight. Uh, the daylight is different at different parts of the day. For example, fun fact, when the sun is setting, um, you're, it's really important to be outside because it's that colour light that actually starts to make melatonin and melatonin is what helps us sleep and you know 
Um, I know there are people with all sorts of different issues regarding sleep as well, but in general, I'm just talking generally here, that colour within the daylight, within the spectrum of light, will actually help the body make melatonin, which goes on to obviously aid our sleep. Now, like I mentioned, we can live in this modern world, we can live the same 365 days, nothing has to change between the height of summer and the depths of winter. And like I also said, you know, maybe some of you are like, well, that's great, you know, mod the modern world has actually changed things and brought things on, and I'm definitely not arguing that, um, you know things are so different now than they once were and you know I'm not gonna say that I don't love the modern way of living um because there are so many benefits to it but one of the disadvantages is definitely that we have lost that connection with nature and connection with the physical world and the connection with the seasons and so I want you to think about it this way in the height of summer, we have so much energy, there is a lot of daylight, particularly around solstice, you know, it's when we're at our maximum, and we are supercharged by the sun and by the daylight, and so it's only natural that in the longest days, we feel our most energised, and we feel our most busy, and just raring to go summer is a time where we you know the weather is great the sun is shining we are energized by the weather and the season itself is just full of abundance and full of excitement and energy and of course naturally so we are getting the most daylight the most vitamin d we are at our peak and so when it comes to you know maybe in the modern world we are through the summer you know doing lots of socializing lots of activities if you flip that on its head and think about the winter when the weather is cold it's darker we have less daylight hours we're not getting as much vitamin d it's only natural that with the ebb and flow of the seasons that through winter we are you know more restful more quiet maybe more hibernating like think just think of nature so many animals you know bury down for the winter and hibernate and if you think about that in terms of humans you know we don't have that ability but we can slow things down and we can listen to our bodies listen to our surroundings listen to the seasons and we can just start to embrace maybe that slower more simple cozy warmth you know we feel like we want to be inside we aren't doing the same activities as we generally do during the summer and that is because that's just the natural ebb and flow of you know summer versus winter and it's completely natural when you think about it so it's natural for our bodies to feel more tired and slower and just more restful through the winter and then in spring when the weather starts to warm up we're starting to get more daylight we start to feel like we're coming alive again and that's just the beginning of you know waking up for the year and then through the summer like I said you know we're at our peak we're getting sunshine we're getting the most vitamin d we are doing all of the activities and all the socializing and we just feel at our absolute best and then we roll down into autumn we you know things start to slow down again and we're getting prepped for winter and for our 
slow season and it just feels so natural and when you think about it I know when I first started thinking about it I was like huh that's really simple and I think I kind of knew that but why have I not been applying it to my life like it's not nothing here I'm telling you is anything new it's just sort of awakening that idea in your mind that I think you already knew because that's who we are that's the way we have been built and that's the way we have always lived and these things don't go away the modern world can stamp out so much but really when we just sit with ourselves and connect back to who we really are these things are just very very natural and so yeah, it just, living seasonally is just aligning our lives with the ebb and flow of the seasons and it's about adjusting those activities and mindsets depending on the time of the year. But also another big one when it comes to living seasonally is eating seasonally and eating seasonally is so important. Now we have come so far in that we can get our I don't know. I'm just, we can get anything from anywhere all over the world. When you walk into the supermarket, you know, you can be buying bananas from Africa. You can be buying pears from Argentina. You can be buying, I don't know, rice from China. And it's coming, you know, all over the world. We can have anything in any season. And that's not normal. It's not normal for us here in the UK to be able to eat strawberries in January. That's not our strawberry season. It's not warm enough for us to grow strawberries this time of year. And it's not normal for us to be able to have all of this different produce all year round. And I think if you think about it, you can tell. You can tell when you eat strawberries that aren't really in season. There is nothing, I feel, and apologies to anybody who's not UK based for this, but there is nothing better than a British strawberry. Nothing. Uh-uh. There is nothing better than a British strawberry. So when I eat a strawberry in the depths of January, and it's come halfway around the world because that's where it needs to be grown at that time of year, it doesn't taste as good. And... I don't get the same satisfaction from it and not to mention the sustainability aspect you know food more than ever has so many food miles and so that alone if you eat seasonally you can eat locally and therefore you are reducing your food miles massively but there's a huge health benefit to eating seasonally as well and that is that our bodies require certain nutrients at certain times of the year so we are more likely to, you know, when food is in season, that's when our body is more likely to eat it. And it's better for us to eat food as soon as it has been picked. The longer that it is, you know, harvested, the the nutrients begin to drop. So if we are able to eat more locally and eat more seasonally, then we are going to have the most nutrient-dense foods. So eating seasonally really means choosing fruits and vegetables that are grown and harvested at the time of the year that you eat it. And this has just so many benefits because seasonal food is fresher, it's tastier, and like I said, it's packed with the most maximum amount of nutrients. And when you're eating more seasonally and therefore 
probably more locally, you're going to also be able to support local farmers and, you know, reducing that environmental impact that we talked about. So how do you go about eating seasonally? Well, it might sound complicated, but I promise you it's really not. You can do something as simple as just looking up what fruits and veg are in season in the part of the world you live in. So if you live here in the UK like I do, you can just search, actually I think it's the National Farmers Union has something on their website. If it does, if it's still there, it's on my fridge, but if it's still there on the website, I will link it in the notes below. But it actually has a chart which shares what's in season in which month. And now I know not everybody has the capacity to purchase you know organically or locally and you know many people are purchasing from supermarkets but there's obviously things in the supermarket you know you can generally get most things all year round I know you can still find some sort of seasonality sometimes in supermarkets but on the whole you know um, because of things being transported across the globe you can buy anything at any time and I suppose I want to sort of reiterate the importance of eating seasonally in that it is better for you nutritionally because firstly it's what your body needs at that time of year and things are fresher and more nutrient dense for you. So if you are able to start eating more seasonally you will see uh, an improvement in your overall health. So start simply by looking at what produce is in season and when. And just start following that. If you're a supermarket shopper, then, you know, just pick things that you know are currently in season and you will be able to sort of start eating more seasonally. But it's not just about food. It's also about adjusting our lifestyle and our mindsets. And like I said, in summer, it's really natural to feel energetic and more social. You know, it's the perfect time for us to be getting outside, being more active, connecting with our loved ones, where in contrast to winter, it's more of a time of rest, reflection, and a lot more indoor activities. I think by living seasonally, we're just really able to tap into the natural rhythms of nature and we see like I said that ebb and flow you know as we begin the year in the depths of winter we move into spring where the world awakens again then we move into the height of summer where you know it's hot and warm and we're feeling at our best and then we start the initial slowdown into like late summer early autumn and then as we just start to begin to head into winter again and by living seasonally we're really able to tap into this and this actually improves mental and physical well-being and it also teaches us mindfulness and mindfulness if you've not come across it is just the art of being present in the moment and it's not about being able to meditate in some preconceived way it's about just being present and being aware and so often I hear from people saying like I can't meditate or mindfulness is too difficult for me because my mind wanders and I want to tell you that that's the whole point it really is the whole point because what you are doing by being aware that your mind wanders is you're being mindful you're being aware and you're being present and you're noticing your thoughts and that's 
the perfect, perfect place to start. So don't let that idea that you're not doing anything perfectly or that's not how mindfulness and meditation should work because actually just being aware is the whole point. Uh, it's the whole point of mindfulness and it just helps us learn to be present and just really adapt to the ongoing changes around us which I'm sure you can then tell helps you tap in to living seasonally. So living seasonally is just about embracing this beauty of change as the year ebbs and flows and it reminds us that everything has a season and that really in life change is the only constant and there is absolutely beauty to be found in each phase. Now I know that we don't all love every season but you know I'm no different, um, living seasonally doesn't make you suddenly love every season but there is something to love in each season so while our favourite times of year might be the spring or the summer, some people really love the autumn, less people love the winter um, but there is still beauty in winter, even if we find it, you know, maybe a more difficult season. There is still beauty there. There is still lots to learn. There is still lots to appreciate. And I just think when you when you live seasonally, you are just working to connect on a different level. It's very easy in the modern world to be disconnected from all of this stuff. But these things have a, such a profound impact on our well-being, on our health. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, being out in the sunshine, obtaining that vitamin D on our body, on our skin, eating seasonally and eating fruits and veg right when they're ripe, when they're ready and when they're at their best for us. There is so much that is so good for us when it comes to living seasonally. So I hope all of that information has just made you maybe think about giving living seasonally a bit of a try. I'm actually, I guess I'm going to announce it right here. Let's do it here. Um, I am actually working on a course which is going to be helping people dive into living seasonally. It's absolutely for anybody, whether you are beginner, intermediate, expert. I want to just meet people where they are and help them with, you know, finding that that little spark to start living seasonally and I want to encourage you to start thinking about that. Um, the course is going to be available in the coming weeks, months so keep an eye out from that but in the meantime start with something small like maybe buy some seasonal produce next time you go shopping or adjust your daily routine to match the natural daylight hours. It is such a wonderful and beautiful journey when you start being more mindful and living more seasonally and more harmoniously with nature. So I hope this episode has given you some food for thought and just inspired you to incorporate seasonal living into your lifestyle. I, like I mentioned, I'm going to be having a course running really soon, so keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, I just want to thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode and listening to all of the episodes that I put out. I appreciate you guys so much. I really, really do. And it brings me so much joy doing this podcast. I don't do it for anything 
other than the love and so I really really appreciate when you guys send me messages or you know tag me on Instagram saying you're listening to an episode it brings me so much joy so thank you so much for that um you can follow me over on instagram at life on plot 44 you can also check out the blog which is the slowlivingcollective.com and until next time i will catch you in the next episode